the apostolic prophetic season is gaining notoriety. And this apostolic prophetic season is actually God building a company of people who will move both in the apostolic and the prophetic. And what does that mean? We're no longer telling people their IDs and numbers, which means that the prophetic gift is being birthed, that it is biblical prophecy. Welcome to day two of 21 Days of Rema. Uh, my name is Dennis Nginya, also known as Expo. Expo means uh, I'm a showcase for Christ. Um, so today I'd like to immediately uh, delve into uh, the scriptures. We'll open with a word of prayer guided from the scriptures. It's a prayer. It's a word that I'd like to release. And it comes from... First John chapter four. First John chapter four. Uh, it says from verse one to six. It says, "Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God." Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is, uh, and this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. But you are of God, little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world they are of the world therefore they speak they of the world and the world hears them so how do you tell about a false prophet how do you tell a, a real prophet from a false prophet it's that they speak in a way that the world hears them okay all right but we are of god he that knows god hears us so if you know god you're gonna hear us okay and he that is not of god does not hear us hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error all right so thank you so much uh, that is my opening prayer that even as you uh, take the, take this time just to sit with me and as we open up the scriptures that you you will hear of God that you will know of a way of a way on how to differentiate between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error praise the Lord Heavenly Father thank you for yet another time where we can dive into your word I pray Holy Spirit that uh, we will remain in the realm of present truth that holy spirit will come and open the eyes of our understanding lord that you oh god will use me as a tool as a minstrel that you come and sit in these words lord may there be power and might lord in the name of jesus christ amen amen and amen so yesterday we looked at um, a few concepts and one of them from uh, revelation chapter 4 
uh, uh, the beasts, the four beasts uh, were bowing to God and they were crying, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And you know, we've sung it in worship songs and we do not really understand. Sometimes we just sing, you know, they sound like amazing words, but really Christ was, Christ is, Christ is to come. And we looked at Second Peter chapter 1, verse 12, that we should, and Peter was writing, that they should remain in present truth. So there's a concept called present truth. There's a concept called Christ who was, Christ who is, and Christ who is to come. And also, um, we, we also began just to uh, explain about what's going to happen uh, in this time that there's a lot of the God is sieving out a lot of the sediments that we used to consume and God is now giving us good food. So now what is happening in this season? Let's dive in. Now, today's topic, if you're taking notes or uh, um, after this, you will take notes. The, today's topic is an apostolic prophetic company, apostolic prophetic company. And I'm picking this. Uh, I'm picking this uh, concept from Psalms chapter 68, from verse 11, that the Lord gave the word, and great was the company that published it. The Lord gave the word, great was the company that published it. In this season, it's no longer you're no longer gonna be focusing on individuals as was in the previous seasons. In the previous seasons, you would come and say, I am of this pastor, I am of this house, I am of this uh, congregation. But right now, in this season, there is none of that. God is raising a company of people who will, and you will actually begin to see them. They will, And their main emphasis is to raise up the name of Christ. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, now, I need to mention something. I need to mention something before I forget that. From the 1900s, uh, God began a move and he birthed what we, what we know as the Pentecostal season. And the Pentecostal season is where there was a lot of revivals that were happening because God wanted to show to the world that uh, Pentecost-like happenings were beginning to happen. So the Pensacola, uh, uh, um, Kina William Seymour, and all these guys, and even, uh, he's called Evan Roberts in Wales, and revivals kicked off, and they birthed a Pentecostal season. But then after that Pentecostal season, uh, then of course colonialism, all, all of those things are happening, then God birthed a, a major move, and that other major move was called the Charismatic Season. Listen, guys, the charismatic season was of God, okay? Because God wanted to remind us or uh, he wanted to show forth a restoration of the dunamis, the power of God. So the charismatic season was often uh, shown by great power, great might, prophets coming, you know, and, you know, saying so-and-so, your ID number is this and this and this and this. And God wanted there to be a clear demonstration of his power. In the charismatic seasons, there were major healings, major crusades and all of that. And it was authentic. But what came up next? And what came up next was the apostolic season. Apostolic season was birthed around uh, 2010, around 2010 uh, going forth. And in the apostolic season, there was a restoration of Christ in us being the hope of all glory. Okay? So we came from the Pentecost season, Pentecostal season 
we move to the charismatic season, and then after the charismatic season, we move into the apostolic season. But now, God is birthing something new. It has birthed something new. And it is coming out from the, not the shadows, but it's, uh, it's coming from the hidden and is coming forth to the known. And this season is called the apostolic prophetic season. Now, it sounds big, but let me try and break it down. The apostolic prophetic season is gaining notoriety. And this apostolic prophetic season is actually God building a company of people who will move both in the apostolic and the prophetic. And what does that mean? We're no longer telling people their ideas and numbers, which means that the prophetic gift is being birthed, that it is prof biblical prophecy and implementing it in the earth right now being implemented in the earth right now. That is the apostolic prophetic season. At Pentecost, Peter, when they were being accused, uh, when the Holy Spirit came and, you know, flames and tongues, and they began to speak in other tongues, and men came and said, these guys are drunk. What happened? Peter stood up, and immediately he did something apostolic prophetic, where he says, this is that which was written by Joel. That God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh and he begins to pull out from David and he begins to, to declare Christ as king. That is what we're talking about in this season. In this season, in all of that charismatic Pentecostal, that is just a foundation that we're coming in. A new generation is going to be born, has been born already. A new generation is going to move forth in biblical prophecy. Okay? Where we are able now by the Spirit to actually say, this is that. Okay? When, it, when this was written, this is what it means. And we are coming back to that realm. And uh, uh, Stephen also, Stephen when he was being stoned, he also was able to show through the script. He gave a very nice breakdown of the Torah, the, 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 all the happenings from old, coming from Abraham all the way to David, coming from David to, the, to being uh, uh, when Israel was taken away to Babylon, coming from Babylon, coming all the way down to Christ. He was able to bring all of that and then actually rightly call out Christ as Lord. And that is what we mean by apostolic prophetic, where we take the scriptures and assign meaning and assign the events and assign everything that is happening here. That is the apostolic prophetic season. So um, we are following after the, the pattern of Christ. Okay. We're following after the pattern of Christ. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 to 6 says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Now, the, the Greek word for consider, actually, in that, in that, uh, the Greek word for consider means follow after the pattern. Look as though you want to follow after this pattern. Okay? So follow after, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession. That is Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. 
For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he had builded the house, has more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, and he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end? Consider the apostle of our faith, that is Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior. Remember we looked at Psalm 68 verse 11 and the Lord gave the word great was the company of those that published it. Psalms uh, 68 18 to 19 will now explain verse 11 that thou has ascended on high you have led captivity captive you have received gifts for men yeah for the rebellious also that the Lord God Almighty might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. That the Lord gives the word, great is the company that publishes it. How does the word come to us? And you know in Ephesians chapter 4, the writer of Ephesians is actually borrowing from uh, Psalm 68. He's expounding from Psalm 68. That he ascended on high, gave gifts to men. And in Ephesians chapter 4, he talks about, he gave some to be apostles, prophets, uh, evangelists, uh, pastors, and shepherds, and teachers, right? But when we look at this text, it's actually saying that he gave gifts for men. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Now, this is, this is a company that is being given the word of God. The word of God, present truth, is being given to this company of people. And their work is actually to bring the things of Christ back to life. Or to bring the things, the, the things of the present, who is Christ, to life in the name of Jesus. Now, these men are called out ones and set apart to publish the word of the Lord. They are not titular in nature. Guys... In this apostolic prophetic season, we will not be titular in nature. In the charismatic season, we saw what happened with titles. Apostolic, bishop, emeritus, and all those titles. As though, you know, you're inviting people to come and speak. But before you speak, there's certain protocol that has to be done and everything. I mean, there's a difference between honoring the gift and the grace. But there's also a difference between ego and pride and all these things. Okay? Now... This company sees the pattern in heaven and implements it on earth. Alright? We see the pattern in the heavens because the heavens is a resource center for the earth. We see the pattern in the heavens, we put it, bring it to implementation in the earth. Praise the Lord. We go to Isaiah 66 verse 1 and 2. It says, Thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? Where is my place of rest? And that's what God was asking in that time. Where is my place of rest? For all those things has my hand made and all those things have been, says the Lord. But here's his place of rest. 
verse 2 but to this man will i look even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word that is the place where god comes and rests not resting in terms of ati now chilling and you know just being lazy the way guys have been for the last few how many uh, almost 10 weeks not that kind of rest he's talking about i need to perch like a bird coming to perch i need these people while i'm in heaven these people are, are implementing what they see in the heavens and i equip them with gifts and i equip that daily i load them with things that they will be using gifts and talents and spiritual gifts i give them the word itself that they may implement it in the earth that's what we're talking about now you see that the earth is the footstool of the lord that word that hebrew word actually means a place in which he walks so if heaven is his throne we know the nature of god is that he is spirit john chapter 4 verse 23 god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth so the nature of god is spirit but in this earth realm there uh, for you to function in this earth realm you have to have the body or a container for you to function in and in that that container is the human race and this is why adam was made adam was created to be the vessel on the earth as he is in heaven so is adam on the earth okay i know today we uh, we've we've really dived deep okay so if heaven is his throne the earth is his footstool the footstool footstool means a place in which he walks he's looking for a place for him to rest so he's looking for a company of people for him to rest in now this is not the charismatic season for those who uh, were there in the beginning i explained what the charismatic season was about the charismatic season was more of individual glory and that's one of the excesses that came about that an, indiv an individual was raised up and he had followers but in this season a company of people will be raised up and great is the company meaning that word great in the hebrew actually means that we are multiplying and adding ourselves as the company becomes great we multiply and add people to this great company and that is the place of where that is the place where god rests in that company of people and the glory of god shall be known in that great company the glory of god shall be known not not on, no longer in individual testimonies but in a great company of people that is where he shall be known seller pause so you and i are that great company you and i are they who have been raised at for such a time as this where we will publish the word of the lord in the earth and publishing means now this is now, now i'll take you to where what what publishing actually means publishing means we go you look at the wise men and how many many years before they saw a star and they were able to see the signs and they actually said hmm there's something special about this star and will begin to follow it and as they're following it god tells them where exactly they are going by the time they're meeting herod they tell him we've come to worship the real king of the earth <laughs> and 
That company, that company is called the three wise men. We are not told their names. We are not told that Iwan was called this and this and this and this. But we are told they were a company called the wise men. And they came to a sleepy nation. And they came from far. Traveled for almost two years. Came to a sleepy nation to tell them, Hey, do you guys know that the king has been born this day in Bethlehem? And the nation didn't know that. The nation of Israel didn't know that. The, the religious system didn't know that. The king himself didn't know that. The, the administrative system didn't know that. The government didn't know that. But God sent a company of people called the wise men to go and publish to the nation and tell them, Hey guys, we have sent, we have come, we've been sent, we have come to tell you that someone great has been born. But the Son of God has been born this day in Bethlehem. That is what I'm talking about. A company of people. A company of people. God is raising a company of people that by the time as the world changes, the world will not be the same as we knew it before. As the world changes, that company of people will become great. And, great, and we will add to that number. And God is the one who will be doing the work. When we say the harvest is plentiful, when the Bible says the harvest is plenty, this is what he's saying. The harvest is ripe for a great company to be increased and added. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Now, I want to go to... If someone asked you, how do you trace yourself in the scriptures? What would you say? Of course, it's rhetorical. What would you say if someone told you to find yourself in the scriptures? Like, where are you in the scriptures? So you call yourself a believer. Where are you in the scriptures? Historically, because the Jews used to keep records of themselves. So where are you? You're worshipping the white man's God. Where are you? And you begin to look and see that the genealogy of Jesus comes and actually uh, ends at Jesus. So 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 generations from David until they're taken to Babylonian captivity, 14 generations from when they're taken from Babylonian captivity to Jesus Christ. And those are 42 generations. And that genealogy stops there. I want you to say that I am of the 42nd generation because Christ died, rose, and he gave birth to this great company of believers. Praise the Lord. I am of the 42nd generation. You are of the 42nd generation. As long as you are born in Christ, you are of that generation, the 42nd generation. Praise the Lord. So that's it from us from The Perfect Week. Be sure to follow us on all our digital media platforms. The links will be provided in the description. See you next week.